Episode three, part two of the Katie Love Extravaganza. Katie is producing Comedy 420. This is her idea. You know, it was our collaboration. She comes up with this brilliant idea of four comics doing 20 minutes. We're going to honor them. We had one killer show. We had another killer show. And looking up, things are going great. Katie's book is just getting published. In fact, you know, her, by the way, you should buy her memoir, Two Takes of Paradise from Cult of Comedy. He almost forgot the title. And He's the publisher. <laughs> That's so scary. You know, it's it's tough being a publisher. (laughs) Um, We were humming. We were firing on all cylinders. Things were going so fucking good. We're feeling great, pumped about the book, pumped about the comedy. In fact, we're so pumped about the book that we've decided we're going to go record an audio book for Audible, books on, you know, e-books. We'll do the whole thing. And we had the studio booked. You know, everything's happening. And a little something, something happened. Katie, tell us. What, you had an ingrown hair or a toenail or something? I, I spent a lot of time getting ready for this Audible because I'm not, as you may not know, I'm not a professional voiceover artist. <laughs> um, but you can't tell that by this podcast. <laughs> this is my podcast voice. Have you been overserved? <laughs> anyway, so, so I worked on it. You know, I studied. I printed everything out. I scored it like a monologue. I looked at the emotional aspect of it. I looked at where I would need to pay special attention if it was an emotional piece because the book is, what, 80% funny, 20% not so funny. That's my own description. (laughs) And some people have breakdowns and say it's 50-50. Some Um, of us have issues with those numbers. Yeah, Uh, so percentages may vary. They are representative of... uh, All right. Two Tickets of Paradise from Cult to Comedy, a memoir about me growing up in a cult religion, the Jehovah's Witness religion, and seeing some shit and healing through humor. All right. So it's the night before I'm supposed to go into the studio, and I go into the bathroom, and I trip over a horrible, evil, demonic rug that didn't have rubber backing on it. Highly recommend you get rid of all of those in your home. Public service announcement. Yes. And no joke. If you have a throw rug... In your house. He's traumatized by it. Uh, I was traumatized. He called his mother. I called my mother, and guess what? Here's the thing. My mother promptly told me a story about a friend of hers who had a fucking throw rug. Yeah. And tripped on her throw rug. Yeah. And ended up in the hospital for weeks and had really fucked her life up. And she was perfectly fine until she fucking tripped on that throw rug. I was perfectly fine. You were perfectly fine until you tripped on the throw rug. I'm not, you know, a a poster child for health and well-being and certainly not mental well-being. But, I mean, I was doing all right. But you know what throw rugs are? They're wolves in throw rugs clothing. That's right. I mean, right. because they are just waiting to fucking kill I mean, to quote the Big Lebowski, it did tie the room together, man. <laughs> okay, which is my favorite movie. Yes, and yes. anyway, so what happened was, this was crazy. I literally toppled into the tub. And I never stopped my... Dem- and you're a shower person. And it happened so fast that I had no bruising on my rib cage. I had no, if one could find my rib cage to know that there were ribs in there. Let's just say I'm full figured. But anyway, I hit my head on the opposite end of the tub and it snapped my neck back and I fractured my C1. So the C1 
is what they call the atlas, where your head is literally sitting on the C1. So you're either going to make it or you're going to die or you're going to be paralyzed. Well, I made it. And <laughs> I had to cancel the next day's recording of the Audible. And I lost money on that deal. <laughs> and then I went in an ambulance and our friend, our comedic friend, Jim Coughlin, who will be on an, a shout future out Jim. show. Fucking shout great. out to Jim, man. What a man. great human he is. He had to stand outside with my purse outside the ambulance because he has a key to my house because he is my cat sitter. Not only is he a great comic and a great writer, but he's also my cat sitter. So I knew he had a key and I didn't know when I was going to be back because I knew I was jacked up. I didn't know what was wrong with me, but I did know I couldn't turn my neck. So I called him and he showed up. He was like on the freeway near my house. And he's like, okay, I'm coming over. And then I just remember Jim like looking outside the ambulance and there's Jim just standing there holding my purse. <laughs> and I'm like, Jim, give me my purse. So I think just, you know, me yelling at Jim about my purse, I kind of knew I was going to be okay at some level. But what happened was I had this show booked for Comedy 420, our second show, on August 18th. Yeah. This happened on August 8th. So I call Scott the next day, and I'll leave you wondering what happens because you're going to have to listen to this episode to find out what happened. Oh, well, I fired your at ass. The at the emergency room. I'm like, what? oh, you're broken now? You're yeah, fucking you're fired. fucked. You're done. And welcome to Laugh Gallery. Ha, 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 you're fired, loser. Katie, anyway. there's nothing funny about this. You're fired. <laughs> so I called Scott and I said, hey, broke my neck. And he goes, oh, my God, you know, we'll cancel the show. I go, what? We're not. I couldn't even <laughs> believe that came out of his mouth True as my story. co-producer. I believe I said it turns, just like that with that turns much indignation. Out I still, it turns out I apparently have to get rid of what little humanity I have left. I was like, we're not canceling the show. And, I'm um, like, Katie, the show does not have to go on. I'm and like, you oh. said, yes, it must go it on. It has to go on. Are you daft? Anyway, which is an English I'm word. such a rookie. Oh, you daft, man. Daft. So the show did go on, and I wrote my set that day for the 18th show because I certainly wasn't going to do like my regular stuff. And I called lovely Mark Fernandez, hashtag Fern's best life, and asked him to host for me because I didn't know if I could go up the little two stairs to the stage or if I was going to be wobbly. I didn't know, but I knew I could stand behind the mic for like 10 minutes, which is what I did. And I told the story of what happened in the emergency room after I got there and made some comments about our lovely medical system here in America, also known as Los Angeles. By the way, best healthcare system in the world. Yeah, right. Well, I learned a lot that night. And so you'll hear that in this episode, this upcoming episode. Part which two. I, part two, which I call the medical miracle episode. What was I calling it? The show I was, must go on. I, I was calling it, we had a funny thing about like deadly comedy or what was that fucking thing? Oh, yeah. Because so many comics some... are like getting injured. And no, like... I actually want to do a whole podcast yeah. series about comics. The show must go on. Like, right. God, we're in all kinds of accents. Things are happening, right. and we're just comedy so, kills. Comedy kills. <laughs> like we're so yeah. trained. The show must go on, even if it's like you're getting paid in cupcakes. It's like I got a gig, man. And you, you know, know, like of course I don't give a shit about Katie. Of course, but every once in a while I gotta act <laughs> like I do, just to throw her off the scent. Uh, and and it, that's why I, I was daddy like daddy issues. Th so that, I do that, follow that, him that, around. That's a lot. why I was like. Katie, the show, like, we're not doing the show. We're canceling the show. The show doesn't have to go on. Because that was like, 
a way of like fooling her into thinking that I actually care. But because of course I knew she'd be like, the show must go on. I'd be like, oh, and I could act like I, you know, didn't want it to. But of course it did, which is really what I wanted. It was a very sleight of hand thing. Anyway. It went on. Katie, you fucking killed. Thank you. I had a great you night. You brought some energy and some fucking, like, fire. You brought fire. I think the cool kids call it fire. I was, I was pretty outside of myself. But now, but what happened it was, It was also like, the Oxycontin. Two, like, yeah, say. two weeks later, I looked at it, and I was like, I don't even know how I did that, because you're so swollen in an injury like that. You, there's so much um, inflammation, and you're just kind of out of your mind and in shock. It takes about two weeks before you realize I could have died. Right. And then you get all this PTSD and you can't even believe that, you know, you ever left the house at all. But I mean, I remember having to put makeup on like four shades, which I have today because, you know, I have a lot of flaws. But that's a side story. Katie, as far as I'm concerned, all of your flaws are internal. Thank you, Scott. I have a bad Bad attitude. <laughs> anyway, so without uh, so I have more... a question, though. I have oh, a question. Yeah, Before we really? get into part two okay. of your amazing Ask stand-up comedy question. that night, was breaking your neck the first broken bone that you've ever had in your life? What other bones have you broken, if any? I broke my collarbone and my leg when I was a child because okay. my brother- At the same time, you broke them I separately. I think I broke them at the same time because my brother was spinning me around. You know how you- Okay. You hold a kid by yeah. their, um, yeah, yeah, their yeah. Uh, yeah. wrists and yeah. you spin around. Yeah. He I was doing go. that to my wife earlier. Yeah, he let go. Yeah. You know? And oh. I kind of, we lived in the Oakland Hills and mm. I flew over a hill. Oh, wow. And so I broke my leg and I broke yeah. my I'll, collarbone. I'll do it. Years prior to that accident, I had a torn meniscus. And I did that by climbing up the stairs. It almost sounds like a T, torn meniscus. Yeah, like it sounds like a venereal tea. disease. I can't, <laughs> I'm sorry, we can't do this, sir. Because I call my lover, sir. Because they're paying. Anyway, <laughs> I felt very athletic that day, and I was climbing the stairs at Malibu Seafood to go sit in that cool little outdoor area, and I heard something pop, and then I couldn't get down the stairs, and my meniscus blew. Oh. Okay, so that was That's not good. a long yeah. journey back yeah, right. just to the car. Right. Right. And I still ordered fish and chips. and. <laughs> Out there and ate the my show cars. must go on. I was like, I'm gonna sit here and have my fish and wonder how I'm gonna get home. And uh, have a yeah. few pints. So I mean, yeah, I've had my little issues, but so you really leveled up with the broken my neck, neck. Though, yeah, was yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. I think that's gonna be the finale of all illnesses. Yeah. Thank you. Because you can't much. die from a torn meniscus. You I can't mean, you die can't from die, a broken collar. You want to. You want you know. to. But yeah. so yeah, so you're really leveling up. What's like next? What are you gonna break next? Nothing. Don't even. Don't even. Sorry. Yeah, I just popped my pin because, you know, they love that in the studio when you click your pin. Popping pins? You're going to pop the pin? Oh, look at you popping pins. All right, I'm going to stop doing that before we get kicked out. All right, so I know, like, we got to do this. We got to get into this fucking stand-up that you did because, like, I want to hear it again. And these folks are clamoring because they've never heard it. So, like, fucking let's get into it. You're coming off so sincere right now. I feel like I... I'm just learning who you are right now, Scott. This is just so By lovely. The way, K- K- Scott Power, Katie, everybody. Somebody once described me as an onion. <laughs> just layers to my, yeah. you know, and I can make you to cry. The lies. I can make you cry. Yeah, yeah okay. to the lies, <laughs> levels it. of lies. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into this stand up, amazing stand up routine by the one and only Katie Love. Thank you, Scott Power. Woohoo! <laughs> I want to introduce my partner in crime, my co-producer, 
the one and only Katie Love. And here's the thing, before Katie comes up, you know, you're gonna notice that Katie has a special prop on tonight. And here's the thing, Katie is a fucking rock star because here it was, I told her, I said, Katie, the show can't go on, do not come. She's like, no, Scott, the show must go on. And so she's gonna tell you all about it. Katie Love, come to the stage, please. Like, is this bitch gonna be able to get up on the stage? Or, but you know what? If ever there was a time to work the bitchy middle age angle, it's while I have this on. Because anything you fucking say, I'll be like, really, fucker? Really? So I like to date bad boys. Huh? And we've been involved in a few, I don't know, white collar crimes. And I'll look over here very carefully. And I'll look over here very carefully. Look how they tried to trip me up with it. Scott, what is, what's happening over here? This is, all right, because I'm going to tell you guys what happened. But yeah, I brought my notes up because, you know, brain injury. Anyway, um, yes. So I'm going to tell you what happened here shortly. Hi. I like your color for sure. You know, why did you have to run from me? Because then you made me run, and look what happened. Look what happens when you run from me. What's your name? Tom. Don't ever run from me again, Tom. I guess you probably didn't know about that, it's all right. As you can see, I don't really run that fast, and I got all tripped up in myself and all my joy. I was just asking him to be my boyfriend for like three-day weekends and holidays. And you know, just got all freaked out. You know, men are just so fucking sensitive these days. Again, really? Really? Okay, so this is what really happened. So I have a book coming out, and yeah, I'm gonna do a shameless plug. Where's the camera, Hans? Where do I shamelessly plug? Right over here? Is that it? Or there, or there, or there. Yeah, or there's one above my head, but I, we know I can't look to the left or right. In fact, if everybody could just scooch in. I, I'm just kidding. It'll be fine. I have a book coming out, Two Tickets to Paradise, From Cult to Comedy, about my experience growing up as a culty Jehovah's Witness. So I was that little bitch knocking on your door talking about paradise. Huh? Was that enjoyable for you? Don't worry, I'm not going to hand out Watch Towers and Wakes tonight. But I was set to go into the studio and do an audible recording, so I was feeling a little bit famous. And normally I would do that dance with my shoulders, but we know I can't do that right now. Just a little bit famous. So I was feeling a little cocky, and I went into my bathroom just to do something simple like pee, I think, and I literally caught my foot on a throw rug without a rubber back. Do not ever do that. I want, I mean it. Hashtag cancel throw rugs. Okay, that is my, I mean it. If they don't have a rubber back, get rid of those right away. Anyway, so I did a topple and I, what stopped my fall was my beautiful skull. So I literally toppled into the bathtub and immediately thought, oh, honey, you're not going out like Bob Sackett. Get the fuck up right now. <laughs> Nobody's laying down. He was famous when he died. You get the fuck up right now. Get the fuck up. And this was this, this mean, militant showbiz voice. I don't even need an agent. Because this is what I, get the fuck up. 
you stupid bitch, you have to be in the studio. Get the fuck up. Anyway, so I got up, ambulance came, blah, blah, blah. So this is the part that gets super funny. So the ambulance comes and they take me to emergency and they parked me in an emergency. And when I say parked, they parked me outside with the cars in a gurney. And I could feel that my feet were being eaten up by Zika virus mosquitoes, <laughs> only I couldn't see it. I was like, can someone scratch my feet? I've got this collar on. I might be having a brain bleed right now. Can we get in there please? Two hours, two hours. And I mean, you know, Bernie Sanders did kind of drive me crazy, but I would vote for that fucker right now because I mean, our medical system is fucked up. I'm going to read you the diagnosis from, I mean, I brought it, I just made Scott read it because I thought he's gonna think I'm crazy. Like he's gonna think that his producing partner is crazy to tell him this story. And I'm not, I'm not that crazy. Okay, this is right from the discharge papers. I broke my neck, by the way. So it's a C1 fracture and a concussion, and they found out all kinds of shit while I was in there. No, just kidding. Okay, so this is, this is what it says on my discharge paper. He would whack-a-doodle, no mask, and didn't believe in the vax. Okay, that might be nice if you're not a fucking ER doctor, okay? All right, and he's right here. He's a close, also, he's a close talker, so he's just like, and I think that you're and I'm just like, contagion, woo Okay, whatever you believe, man, but maybe you're not an ER doctor, okay? This is what it reads on my discharge papers. Can you see this? These are actual discharge papers. Look at her, she's checking it out. What are you, a detective? All right, thanks for coming to the show, I appreciate it. <laughs> to speed healing of this fracture of C1, eat at least two eggs every day. They can be cooked any way you want and as much beef as you can eat. <laughs> Wear your collar all the time. That's it. The rest of this shit talks about vitamins and magnesium and vitamin D and shit. I'm like, give me some fucking drugs and we'll talk about magnesium. Bring some Percocet over to this bitch. Do I look like I'm fucking around with this? But doesn't that sound like it just came out of the vets? Like, wear your collar at all times. Here's some meat in a bowl with some eggs cracked on top of it. This is our medical system. You think this is funny? Now you can laugh. It's horrible. Is that not horrible? So then I had to see a neurosurgeon, and I was so traumatized. I just told the story like a weird middle-aged woman all over town. I got this doctor. He told me to eat eggs. Any way I want them. Cook them any way you want them. Eat lots of beef. Eat lots of beef. It was so fucking weird. God, but I have a tendency to attract weird fucking doctors. I really do. I went in for an OBGYN appointment. Don't get your fucking panties all in a bunch. It was just a general. There weren't any weird... Okay, there was one. No, I'm just kidding. There was nothing going on. I go into OBGYN, okay, for people that don't know what that means. I needed to have my lady garden looked at, okay? Jesus. So I'm on the table, I'm in a paper nightgown, all right? That's not awkward at all. While she's down there doing her job, checking out the lady garden, she asked me, do you believe in God? This is real, okay? And I say, I don't know, <laughs> what do you see down there? I mean, I'm getting a little crampy. Is Lucifer crowning? Hello, 
Satan, is that you? Come on out of your hiding place. Katie loves vagina, 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 vagina. Also known as hell, hell, hell. I just thought that was so weird. And so I'm leaving the office now. I'm dressed. I'm out of the paper gown. And she hands me a slip of something. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go on hormones. She goes, no. Wisdom. And across the prescription, with her name on and everything, I mean, I could sue. It says Ecclesiastes 7. What the fuck is that? You can Google it if you want to. You want to Google that? Get back to us? No, that's all right. It's scriptures for wisdom. And she says, you teach me comedy and I'll teach you wisdom. And to me, that just sounds like, I don't know, that I have a really scary vagina that's also funny and smart. (laughs) And I have a prescription for it if you ever want to check it out. So before I leave you, I want to tell you that when you hear this, you know you're never getting laid again. So my friend came to help me, you know, while this thing, when this thing first happened, it just happened like 10 days ago. So I'm still kind of, hey, fucked up. I'm having whiskey right now, later is Percocet. If you want to stop by my table, maybe I'll bite you off a chip. <laughs> Feed it back to you like a nice bird. Awesome. My friend says to me, because we had to pick, I had to get one of those picker-upper things, because I can't really bend over, all the blood rushes to my head. And I don't know if you know, but I did like 18 layers of Dior to hide all the like vampire like bruising. I have like blood tears that are going down my cheek right now. I look like a gangster because that's what I've always wanted to be. But anyway, so she goes, do you know where there's a medical supply store near you? I was like, no, I don't. If you know the answer to that, you are never getting laid again, ma'am. If you know the answer to that, fake it. Good girl. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been my time. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm happy to be here, actually. I'm happy. What, did I step on something? Am I tripping? Thanks for listening to the Laugh Gallery Podcast. Please remember to like and share this episode with your friends on social media. Laugh Gallery is brought to you by Crew S Studio in Los Angeles, California. And our theme music was created by Dan Ubik, and that's me, at Dan U Productions. Special thanks to our partners at We Edit Podcasts, Polymash, Riverside, Captivate, and Burbank Podcast Recording Studio. Thanks again for listening to Laugh Gallery. <laughs> <laughs>